everybody, and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and to the right of me is the great Todd Perez. Hey, Todd, how we doing? And to the left of me. Coming back to the show for like the one billionth time, the great, the mighty Quinn. It's nice to have you on the show here. Hello, everybody. Hello, Todd. Hello, Buck. No, Buck, Buck, <coughs> Buck, you need to ease off. That is the Dude, hugest. He, he's freaking going nuts over here. That, that is the hugest bong rip I think I've ever seen anybody take, Buck. You can't just do that at the beginning of a recording session. So smoke in here. I'm <coughs> getting kind of light at it. <coughs> Me too. Oh, oh, oh. Fuck, fuck that noise. 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 Our friend Buck Perez seems to have gone over the edge. Fuck, fuck that. Fuck the fuck edge. There's no honest way to explain it, because the only people who really know where it is are the ones that have already gone over I hate to say this, but this garage is getting to me. I'm getting the fear. One the heinous amount of marijuana smoke seems to have gotten the best of the mighty Quinn. Here's true. Turn up, white rabbit! I need a rising sound. My heart feels like an alligator. I kept my eye on Quinn, as well as our passed out comrade, Buck. You could turn your back on a person, but never turn your back on a drug. Who, who is that man? The cops? Hey guys, I brought some uh, Miller High Life. What the fuck is going on here? What happened to Buck? It's announced early. What the hell did this godforsaken bastard want at a time like this? Close the door! The sunlight is burning my retinas! And welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. To the right of me is the great announcer, Elliot Dagan. How to do? And to the left of me, coming back, the mighty Quinn. Hello. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, by the way, how do we know these people? Everybody knows announcer Elliot, the announcer on the show. He's on the show quite often. Quinn here, uh, old KECC radio friend from back in the day. We used to do uh, college radio together, for those of you who don't haven't listened to the recent shows that he's been on, and uh, with myself and uh, Buck Perez, did uh, a lot of radio back in the day, so Quinn's joining us on Far Out once again. A lot of stuff to get to today. A lot of, a lot of show. We got, we got show updates from recent stuff we've talked about, just keeping people, you know, uh, informed about what's been going on recently. Uh, I want to talk about uh, my friends for mm. a minute, because I feel like... I don't know what the fuck is wrong with my friends. We're all grown-ass <laughs> men now, but things have not changed. Mm. Things have not changed. <laughs> People do not change. <laughs> and it's, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm confused. Finally, uh, at the end of the show, I took a recent flight to uh, beautiful Oakland, California. Is it beautiful? Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. I was up there just last weekend myself. And? Eh, I wouldn't say it was beautiful. No? <laughs> not a fan of Oaktown? Uh, there's some parts that are nice. The hills? <laughs> yeah, the hills, basically. 
I was in the lowlands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was at sea level in Oakland, which you don't want to be at. I uh, went to a Raider game, and I flew Southwest Airlines. And the Southwest Airlines Sky Mall has some of the greatest things of all time in it. It's like a, it's like a lotto winner's wet dream with all the stuff you see in there. It's like, you know, when they, they give some blue-collar guy in Cincinnati like $12 million dollars. Everything he really wants in life is in the Southwest Airlines Sky Mall. So uh, we're going to talk about that. So uh, a couple of weeks ago on the show, uh, what was it, last show we did? Uh, bar Fights. Was that last show? No. no uh, two shows ago. I think so. Okay. We were talking about how I had a recent experience at the Snug Harbor in beautiful downtown Lakewood, <laughs> California, where my buddy Chuck uh, got into fisticuffs with some gentlemen in there, and I was afraid to go back to my dive bar. <laughs> And so, uh, you know, without possibly getting into a fight. So uh, I just want to keep people up to date on this. I have gone back to the bar since this happened. I've been there twice, and I haven't seen the motherfuckers that Chuck wanted to fight Mm -hmm. yet. So I'm still waiting for that conflict to happen. But after we did our show where I learned the ways of running away from a bar fight, but if not, how to hit a man. Maybe they're talking about you on their podcast and, you know, how how the situation should be uh, rectified. How I'm some kind of shady bastard asshole. <laughs> right, right. And they, they want to stand their ground at their bar, but now they're too afraid to go back. And Yeah, do you think he got? Do you think they got scared off permanently? Oh, oh, of going to the bar because they don't want to look this guy in the eye? They don't want to get their ass kicked again? That's right. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think so, but uh, I, that would be kind of funny if somebody uh, pulled a George Zimmerman and tried to stand their ground on my ass. <laughs> like, Todd Perry shot in Lakewood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you guys seen the video going around on YouTube right now of the – maybe it's been around Southern California News, but the guy, like, laying a, a big-ass punch on a, on a chick in a gas station? No. This was all over Facebook. There yeah. was this guy went up to buy a Swisher Suite at a gas station, and it, he thought it was a, a dollar, but it was a dollar forty-one, and it was just 41 cents out of this man's price range, and he literally right-hooks this chick working at the gas station. Hmm. And that picture's been going around. I realized that that's my gas station I go to. Oh, no shit. <laughs> yeah. So you got to watch out. People, uh... Your hood's getting real interesting these days. <laughs> well, you know, what you got to watch out for, here's what pissed me off. Swisher Sweets are $1.41 now. <laughs> uh, that, that's how you learn the news about this? Yes. I want to go back and <laughs> kick her while she's down, trying to charge me a buck forty-one for a grape cigar. <laughs> we'll just bring Chuck with you. That's true. We should go in there and take him out. Uh, also, recently on the show... Um, we were talking about uh, weird names that people had. This may be about a month ago on the show, and uh, this is our first recording session since. <laughs> and uh, we were talking about weird names that people have. So, uh, and I put out on our Facebook page uh, where, where are some weird names the listeners have encountered. And I also put it out on Twitter, and we got some responses I think are pretty funny. One was I got an email from a listener named Alex who says that his roommate in Border Patrol Boot Camp was named Baldasser. That's how it's. Spelt, but it's pronounced ball tosser. Oh. <laughs> so uh, our door had our names listed as Peter Ball Tosser. <laughs> oh, whoa! <laughs> so Peter, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like, uh, like the, the saint. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the beaten saint. Oh, Jesus! Yeah, they call it beating the bishop in the UK <laughs> slang for jacking it. Like beating the bishop. It's always weird when you have weird slang terms for for beating off in your head. <laughs> I don't think I know. I think you're alone on that one. Pol- <laughs> Polishing the Pope. Yeah. Cracking the carrot. 
Beating the bishop, I really yeah, I like, like that one. That's good. Because it, it says it's kind of something regal about the penis. <laughs> you know, he's, he's the bishop, you know. Slapping the pope. I don't know. Uh, and so then, uh, this, so then uh, Alex says, you know, we all thought this was funny until he showed us a picture of his college dorm roommate. His roommate's last name was Gay. And his last name was Baltosser. So when he went up oh. to his college roommate door, it said Gay Baltosser. <laughs> Best kind of ball tosser. Uh, that must have been the best day at someone's admissions. Yeah. People working there, they must have loved that. <laughs> oh, yeah. The guy putting, like the, the janitor guy that's putting up the names on there is like, oh. but, but you know he had the option of being ball tosser gay or gay ball tosser, and he's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the admission guy was probably just going through admissions, and then he saw the two on two different pages and was like, mm, going to have to switch this back up. Yeah, they have to live together. He's like, gay ball tosser, gay on top. <laughs> Listener James writes in and says that he found a historical really fucked up name, and it was a guy named Guido Fister. <laughs> Fabulous Fawcett with the funny Guido. From uh, WisconsinHistory.org. And uh, Guido is a very interesting man because he learned the tanning business in Germany and in 1845 migrated to the U.S. in 1872 when the firm name was changed to the Fister and Vogel Leather Company. Which sounds like an amazing sex shop, like in West Hollywood. It's like the Fister and Vogel Leather Company. And also a number of years, it was the largest leather companies in the Midwest, Fister Leather. Uh, Fister was also an instrumental in conducting a canal system. The Fister Canal. Just let it settle. You guys can laugh at this one. I think it's pretty good. You know? And uh, for a time, he offered a large branch tannery. Fister's going to tan you. Tan that hide in a uh, Minnewak County. Finally, listener Jay wrote in and said there's a urologist in his town by the name of Dr. Richard Finder. Dick Finder, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Woo! Wow, you guys are really enthusiastic today. <laughs> good, good job, listeners, for maybe, make, making our job so much easier. Quinn, you want to uh, loosen up, have a beer maybe? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Come on. A couple of shots. <laughs> Come on, team. So, uh, Elliot, <clears throat> announcer Elliot. Yes. Two weeks ago, mm-hmm. yes. I treated you to a show. <laughs> yes, you did. Treated two male friends to a show. Yes, and that was very kind of you. <laughs> El- Elliot treated us to a show of uh, uh, the the great the sixties kind of. I guess you call them a cult band. They're kind of like second tier Britain invasion band that never kind of got the love they were deserved. Called the Zombies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. But most most famous for uh, time of the season for loving. She's not there. Tell her no. Tell her no. No, but they have like way like five other songs that are way better than that that oh, never yeah. hit big because they broke up when their first album came out. But I'm not here to recap the Zombies show. <laughs> I, you know, I met up with a buddy of mine in Silver Lake, you know, in a little area between Hollywood and downtown L.A., and our buddy Jeff. And me and Jeff, we had a couple whiskeys before the show because he lives not far from the uh, auditorium in Silver Lake we were going to. So we get there, we have a couple drinks, and then Elliot shows up. He got lost. No problem. That happens. Silver Lake. Silver Lake, windy streets. Now, Elliot had a drink before we left. He had a whiskey. What? I, had a, I had a little more to drink. I pre-gamed a little bit at the house. Okay. So before you drove over, <laughs> all the way across <laughs> L.A., you pre-gamed. I had a couple of, uh, yeah, I had like a couple of rums. Uh, but yeah, I got off at 6.30, which was severely later than you. What time did she get off? Oh, sorry. Anyway, yeah. Um, so uh, the original hopefully plan- not at six thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
the original plan that we were going to meet up at a Mexican place and get some food before the show. Yes. Uh, that didn't happen. Uh, so why don't you take over where the story starts from that point? So, you know, we go, we go and we take a walk. We get some, like, 22s of, like, Coors, and we walk to the auditorium, you know, to, to walk to the bar in Silver Lake where the show was. Um, so, and then we watch the show. Throughout the show, we have another, uh, like, 22-ouncer. And then uh, Jeff kindly uh, buys us some whiskey and Cokes. Now, I'm leaving the, the, the show, and we're going to walk back to Jeff's, maybe pick up some Mexican food along the way. I'm fine. Not that drunk. Nice little buzz, but nothing crazy. Jeff's in decent shape, all right, walking out. But Elliot stumbles out of this place literally like a zombie. <laughs> like almost like Frankenstein, hands in front of him. And he's got a slur, guys. And Elliot's slurring. And we try to make it up some steps. Ugh. And there's like, you know, 50 concrete steps that get us into Jeff's neighborhood because Silver Lake's a very hilly area. Mm-hmm. Elliot takes like two steps up and then falls on his face. On the stairs, takes like another step, gets wobbly, and hits the ground again. <laughs> and it was like, you know, you see these movies where like the guy's walking through the desert with his tongue hanging out and can hardly move. He's like, leave me behind. <laughs> Elliot just keep he literally falls like four times on the stairwell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the coup de gras, the flaming baked Alaska brought out at the end of the meal here is we're walking down now, now by somebody's house and some people... You know, they instead of having you know, like a, a garden on the side of the home, they in have California. Some, in California, they have something like something called a cactus. <laughs> this particular cactus, there was nothing five feet to one side of it, nothing five <laughs> feet to the other side. This was a lone wolf cactus <laughs> that looked like it was just like lonely. It was there for no fucking reason it's at all. Give me bad vibes, man. Bad vibes. Elliot, you know about that. You know about the cactus giving bad vibes. I've had a cactus give me bad. I once uh, had an edible. And uh, a cactus fucking bad vibed me out, and I threw up. I also, one time, I took some LSD, and I, I got really scared by something that looked like Seymour from Little Shop of Horrors. But it was his angry Mexican cousin, the cactus, the agave. So some big bastard cactus is standing there, and Elliot, we're holding Elliot, like we're holding him up, like we're walking, carting him off the field after it's an like injury. A bad, it's like a bad 50s TV show where the drunk guy is getting carried around. Like he should be singing How Dry I Am. Yeah. Elliot somehow, just as this flying horizontal leap at the cactus, <laughs> hits it square on uh. like a linebacker run, like trying to take somebody out. He's like, gets vertical like Superman. <laughs> Grabs the entire cactus and takes his fucking thing down like it owed him money. And then he just lands on it. Me and Jeff are like, you got to laugh uh, at that because. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty amazing. And the, like, the worst part is, yeah, I still have a couple of the burrs working their way out of my hand. I had like scratches on my like stomach. So Elliot gets up and he like looks at his hands and his palms are covered in these burrs and he's pulling them out. He's like, oh, that hurt. <laughs> oh, I got a couple. I'm like, you probably have them throughout your body. You're like, I got them. And he's, he's pulling the burrs out, out of his hands. And then I'm thinking, he got stuck worse than that. Like he's, when, when he sobers up tomorrow morning and he finds burrs in his bed. It, you know what? It was just my hands. Really? You didn't, you didn't pull any out of your stomach? Like, I, got a, I got a couple of scratches on the stomach, but that was it. I thought you were going to end up like Arnold Schwarzenegger in like T2 where there's, you know, <laughs> sticking the wrench in him and pulling shrapnel out. Like, <laughs> how the hell do you get that drunk? 
So what? You're a what, thirty year old man. As I said, I, I was planning on eating the Mexican food because you're like all, a twelve year old girl after a first wine cooler. All I had all day was half or a six inch tuna sub from Subway. I was really planning on that Mexican food, but as my girlfriend said, when you go to Jeff's house, plans change. Yes. <laughs> so you, you you wind up the next day, and I then I come home the next day, and I was like, you know, I had a great time at the show. Elliot just got fuck. I have no idea how, how he got that wasted. No idea. And my wife goes, we know Elliot. He always gets wasted. <laughs> he, he's, he's a lightweight that thinks he can drink. That's what she said. That's what my wife said. The ultimate lightweight. Half a, you, you give her half a Smirnoff ice and she's, you know. That's rough. Yeah. That's rough. Mm-hmm. That's rough taken from, you know. But, but I think she's being honest, though. So, you know, we've done many shows here at the end. You're, you're really sauced, you know. And you got to clean up your speech. Same to you, sir. You just don't have to drive anywhere. That's true. That's true. <laughs> How was your commute this morning, by the way? Uh, <laughs> my uh, 22nd commute from the, from the back the, door the to here. Next time on the Far Out Podcast. Yoda, feeling good he is. Nice to be back on the show. Oh, no, not no, not this again. No, no, no. no. See you later, dude. Get Yoda. You seek Yoda. Take you to him. I will. I, uh, I was in, uh, I was talking about I was in Oakland the other day, and, uh, I went to go see the Raiders play the Jacksonville Jaguars in beautiful Oakland Coliseum. They've only had two sewage leaks this year. <laughs> They've had two sewage leaks. And the, it's week number three, week number four? Yeah, it was. Only, but you know what? It only backs up into the Oakland A's <laughs> dugout, which is nice. And they're in the playoffs. <laughs> they are. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. They have, like, the really good scrappy team playing in, like, basically a compost heap in, <laughs> in Oakland. <laughs> The worst place for a compost heap. So Ugh. I go to the game, uh, my buddy Mike. But uh, before I get get on that, there's a it took a Southwest Airlines flight because the Oakland airport is almost like connected to the Oakland Coliseum. Yeah. So it's awesome. Ten minutes out of the airport, and it's a smaller airport, and you're right in the stadium. It's great. And then you know you just have your buddy show up with a twelver, and you get to town, hanging out with the Raider Nation, with my people, me familia. So, but on the way up there, I took a Southwest Airlines flight. And it was great because it's like the Raider flight because all the Raider fans live in L.A. And so they all get on flights and they board these vessels, these ships, <laughs> and then go and go to Oakland. And so it's just a bunch of like just drunken gangbangers on, a, on an air, <laughs> airplane, which is fun. Yeah, I just did that with uh, someone who was yelling and screaming watching a game, but he was the only one on the flight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think he was a football fan. What was he yelling at? Them? I don't know. Maybe baseball replays? Because Southwest Airlines doesn't have a this TV a virgin. in it. This was Virgin. Oh, no, they, they have no TVs, and they have like a they have a uh, they have a Nickelodeon in the Southwest <laughs> Airlines flight. You just flip it, and the pictures move, and you see like a you see a girl from the 1920s undressing and showing just a little bit of 20s nipple on a saggy boob. So the only thing you can entertain yourself with because you don't have these TVs is the Sky Mall magazine, hmm. you know. And so I like thumbing through the Sky Mall like everybody because usually if I'm on an airplane, I'm drunk. And everything sounds great in the Sky Mall. 
So we've done shows before where I went to Costco and there's a lot of stuff I should have bought, but I didn't. This is the uh, list of things from the Southwest Sky Mall I should have bought, but I didn't. So I want to get you guys' opinion. What do you think I should have bought it? What do you think it would be useful? Whether you'd want one? Yeah, I've flipped through a few Sky Malls. I don't know if I've ever wanted to buy anything at a Sky Mall. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you're just not, you know, you don't have that <clears throat> inner white trash Liberace in you that I have. <laughs> I haven't been on an airplane in 20 years, so oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've never had to fly anywhere, so I, I haven't even opened a Sky Mall. Well, let me tell you, it's a, it's a world of wonder. I'm I'm ready. Introduce it to me. Let's go. So the first thing I should have saw, and I'm going to post up links to these on our website so you can see them and you can order them if you like, if you're enticed by me selling it to you. Uh, the first is a mounted squirrel head. <laughs> like you'd have a deer, but this is just a squirrel head. Uh-huh. And the description is, okay, so you didn't bag this bad boy in person, but now you... but. But no, you would if you could, so we did it for you. A perfectly cute and kitschy, this cute little acorn hoarder is sculpted in super realistic resin. No squirrels were harmed in the use of making this trophy. Comes ready to hang. And the, the nice thing is the product reviews are great for this. I got a 4.6 out of 5 stars. Like People who have purchased the mounted squirrel head for their home, they're really happy with it. And this would go great in the, the far-out garage, which is starting to look like a Bennigan's. If you're going to get a squirrel, you might as well get a jackalope. Though you know, you want to go full jackalope. Go all, with the, go all the way with the jackalope. Now, would you would you pay twenty five bucks for this? Because twenty four ninety five. No. no, there's squirrels everywhere. I can kill a squirrel. Yeah, exactly. Go to you know El Camino College. But that's not, because. <laughs> but but people will think you're a cold hearted bastard if you're shooting <laughs> squirrels, Elliot. I'm not going to shoot it. Yeah, there's other ways to take out a squirrel. Yeah. We already know you have it out for cactuses. <laughs> So the reviews are great. Like uh, Jenny May, eight months ago, wrote, really cute, very good quality. Grandma loved it and hung it in her kitchen. Another guy, Doug B., gave it five out of five stars and says, anyone who hates these little tree rats will love this for themselves or friends who do them in. Love it. So I don't know. I think this would be kind of nice to have. This is something you need for $25? For $25, I'll get you a squirrel. (laughs) Yeah. Elliot's like twenty five bucks. I'm on it. We should, sell, we should sell these through the the Far Out Podcast website. This would be the greatest. Like, okay, you know they have all this cheap shit that people sell on their podcasts and try to like take a cut through Amazon on. This is the shit you could buy from the far, the Far Out Sky Mall. And we can expand it to pigeons and any other you know rat that we find in the neighborhood. You know. Yeah, and, and but but you'd be like, you know what? This isn't just a normal. Squirrel, this wasn't shot with a pellet gun. This was killed with human hands. <laughs> killed with love. Yeah. Choked out. It's like some some asshole on my Facebook page the other day was, this really fucking pissed me off. Because I, I like animals, right? And this guy was like, you know what? I'm tired of of hunting deer. I'm going to go hunt me a bear. And I, I, I almost wrote on the comment, I'm rooting for the bear. <laughs> right. <laughs> Any dick who goes out shooting bears is just an asshole, yeah. right? And uh, here's the deal. If, if you hunt, you know what? Hunt. If you, if you go in there and you beat the shit out of the bear with your hands, I'm all about it. Enjoy yourself. But if you shoot the bear, you're an asshole. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. Well, the, I don't understand about bear hunting is I've never heard someone eating bear meat. Mm. Oh, there was a guy that used called Old School that used to hang out at the Red Room in Long Beach? <laughs> oh, Swear shit. to fuck Christ, Old School. Remember Old School? I never met the dude. Old School walked by and be like, my name is Old School. <laughs> I once barbecued a bear. <laughs> and then there's this little bite. He's like, he did. 
did. It was good. God bless the Red Room. Yeah. So uh, another thing they have on here for sale is the Viewmaster 3D Reel and Viewer. Remember those old Viewmasters yeah. you had? And it was like these little circular discs, and you looked in through it, and there's this little red thing through the eyes, and all the pictures were in 3D. 3D. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw they're still selling the uh, reels at Savons, but I didn't see a Viewmaster to buy. Oh, really? Just the reels. No, it's pretty cool. And well, this one is a vintage Viewmaster 3D reel and viewer customized with your own pictures and words. That's hmm. kind of cool. So you get to have your own pictures. Now, what would you, what, what do you think the going rate is for this? For the Viewmaster itself and the reel? Personalized, personalized reel. So you get three personalized 3D reels of any, any pictures you want to take. And the Viewmaster. And the Viewmaster. I'm going to say 100 bucks. Wow. Elliot, Quinn. I was going to go way cheaper than that. <laughs> I, I like, you know... Forty nine ninety nine. Twenty nine ninety nine. Oh, regular price, not even on sale, kids. So I got one review. Somebody loved it. I bought the view and viewer and reel for my boyfriend for Christmas, and it really lived up to expectations. I can't wait to give it to him. I would recommend this to anyone. It would be perfect for anyone on any occasion. Hmm. And then my mind went to what this bitch probably really did: nudie photos. Mm-hmm. Right, three D nudie photos. I like that. It's one thing to sext somebody over text, <laughs> but you give a, a real viewmaster three D shots of you, like you know, showing a little beef. <laughs> like that would be a pretty that's, sexy gift. That's combining something that you you love as an adult with with your you know something you loved as a child. I mean, that's kind of you know, it's kind of creepy. Actually, yeah, exactly. It's a little weird. You know, the horny <laughs> viewmaster baiter. <laughs> Yeah, I now I like can't get this image out of my mind. Just someone like going one hand on the viewmaster, one hand polishing the pope, yeah, beating the bishop. You know, you, you got to use two hands to you know push down the lever though, so it, it would be really difficult. To, you'd have to put it on a tripod. You'd have to get some weird vibrating device to get you off while looking at the thing, or have a friend. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Just could invite you, a friend. Over. Could you click this? While I... Go to your neighbor. I, I don't know what you're doing today, but uh... <laughs> Mr. Pear needs some assistance in the garage. <laughs> Next, we've got the Hanukkah tree topper. Oh, Hanukkah Christmas tree topper. Mm-hmm. Celebrate the warmth and wonder of both Hanukkah and Christmas simultaneously. Here's the perfect way for interfaith fami- families to celebrate both holidays. The patented menorah menorahment design of the Hanukkah tree topper makes a great gift for Hanukkah or Christmas traditions. So basically, you know, you can you can deck out your Christmas tree with a Hanukkah design. So yeah. Patented. May, maybe a married a Jew. Maybe a Jew married you. Right? Only nineteen ninety nine. Such a deal. They don't really overlap, though, the holidays. One's at the start of the month usually, and then the other one is definitely at the end of the month. So you're figuring if you bought the Christmas tree early... You know, say you like get it pretty fucking early. It's going to be pretty rough looking by the end. <laughs> it's going to be a definite <laughs> fire hazard. Because this year it starts, uh, what is it, Thanksgiving. It's the first day. Yeah. Is that the first day of Hanukkah? Yeah, it's either Thanksgiving or the day right after this year. Wow. Man, that's crazy for Jews. Like, you, uh, mm-hmm. you have two awesome holidays on the same day. And and the Raiders play that day as well. <laughs> so playing the Thanksgiving game against Dallas. But uh, And so there's some reviews. It's gotten pretty good reviews. Um this was a Christmas gift, extremely well-received, and most grateful to have a problem solved. So it's a problem solver. And uh, next, I was worried at first that the star might be too big, but it ended up being the perfect size. Mm. Well, you can never have a 
starred, you know, starred David too small, you know? Uh, this is a perfect purchase for someone who doesn't want a Hanukkah bush, but wants a Christmas tree. Ugh, Hanukkah bush. Last it, last, last thing. This is the best. This is it? Save the best for last. The Bashful Yeti Sculpture. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and so basically, this is like a, a, a wooden Yeti, picture of a Yeti that you... Uh, you uh, you you nail into your tree like a tree in the backyard. And it looks like a yeti is peeking out, but being bashful, like the yeti always is. You know, just hiding behind a tree. <laughs> Bigfoot, the bashful yeti tree sculpture, seventy bucks. If you've never personally spotted Bigfoot, perhaps it's just because you, he's been hiding behind your nearest tree. Our legendary yeti makes a surprise entrance into your yard. In a highly detailed, quality designer resin sculpted to allow him to peek around your garden trees. Painstakingly hand-painted to make passers-by look twice. Our Believe It or Not sculpture is available only at this Sky Mall. Hmm. And it gets 3.9 out of 5 stars. <laughs> and here's one review I really liked. So this is a, you know, this is uh, from a reviewer named Semi-Dazed. I'm slightly disappointed at the description because it said Yeti. <laughs> But this is very clearly a northern resident transient Sasquatch. <laughs> the female Sasquatch is much more bashful than a male, unless it is in heat. And you can plainly tell by the fingers that this is not a female. Have you ever seen a female Sasquatch in heat? They are hornier than a Louisiana leg hound hopped up on quaaludes. But you don't believe me? No. No, you don't. Nope, but one day when you're alone in the woods, you may be sexually aggressed upon by a female Sasquatch in heat. <laughs> Oh, the sounds, the smells, the abject horror. I'll never walk alone in the woods again. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast. I'd like to thank announcer Elliot coming in on the show today. I'd like to thank the Mighty Quinn for showing up on the show today. Thank you. The warmth of your love like the warmth from the sun And this will be our year to a long time to come Don't let go of my hand now Darkness has gone This will be our year Took a long time to come And I won't forget The way you helped me up when I was down And I won't forget The way you said Darling, I love you You gave me faith to go